Hello? My name is Jonah Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And we're accompanied by none other than Bad Dog himself, Bentley Meadows. Hi, buddy. Hello, hello. What's up, homie? Dude. Yeah, yeah I, I had my rig ready to go with Bluetooth headphones. Mm-hmm. And then when I turned it all on, it all got retarded. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was like telling me my drivers were bad, and I'm like, computer, you're getting restarted right now. So, that makes it a really good point um, about AI in general. I mean, tech in general. And then AI, which is where they want to go, right? Is uh, look at all the problems that we have now. Let alone if we were to ever end up in a voluntary matrix like they want to do. Uh, shit loses power all the time. <laughs> you know? Like, the, the thing that we should worry about when it comes to like, a flying car, how many retards out there allow for themselves, myself included, to run out of gas? You know? How many, how many fucking flying cars are going to come crashing to the earth because somebody chanced it when it came to charging their battery the night before? You know? Happens to the best of us. I mean, in every horror movie, somebody is, uh, cell phone runs out of battery right when they need to call somebody. You know, it's a catalyst for many a problem in, uh, in horror movies. So, uh, just like you said, when uh, trying to come up with uh, a new way to listen and do shit, uh, it doesn't work, does it? It takes a little bit more finacling. Well, um, it, it worked perfect right up until five minutes before you did your thing. I was in the middle of restarting it when I got your invite, yeah. and I was like, I got it. Give me a minute. Excuse and me. it's all up. I, d I took the Bluetooth out, so okay. we're, we're all good for now. Okay. Well, maybe by Tuesday... Um, we can do a video. Maybe we can fuck around Tuesday and um, and finally get a video. I've been really wanting to. There's one in particular that uh, one video I'm going to want to share, and me and you can kind of dissect as we go through it. Because as I understand, for YouTube, you can't let it go for what is it more than it's either more than thirty seconds or more than a minute thirty, something like that. Without if you're breaking down somebody else's content so that you don't get hit with that. Um, a strike or whatever uh, but I think that'll be easy for me and you to like watch so much of and then and it, it's the Sam Harris sorry Sam Cedar response to uh, the issue that I was going to bring up tonight which is the Project Veritas' new video of the Pfizer exec uh, Jordan Tristan Walker who is the director of research and development strategic operations and MRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. Uh, for anybody who hasn't saw the vi the Project Veritas video, which you and me can talk about right now, um, he uh, they they got another one. Uh, some gay guy went out with this fella, Jordan Walker, who is also a gay guy, and um, got him saying some shit. And then I guess it was like the same night as they caught this video, uh, they stung him. 
they came in and and uh, <sighs> what's his name? James O'Keefe uh, walked in and uh, had the iPad ready to go and was like, "What do you mean by mutating the virus?" <laughs> and uh, fucking this guy, this is the best video yet, I think, because this guy. Have you seen the video? Yeah, I, I watched him. He the one where he's like, "I was, I'm a liar. I was I lying." I was just trying to impress them. I'm a liar, and they fucking <laughs> went on to try and break all the all the uh, iPads and shit. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "Okay, wow, dude, you really don't know where you are or what's going on, do you?" Yeah, listen, uh, if you want to make people. <laughs> Uh, believe you doing what you're doing right now is is not the way to do it. Man. Oh, he was he, down on his hands and knees. Yeah, on that. Fucking launched his ass, dude. One of the Project Veritas guys came in and pushed him, and it, it was as if he didn't weigh but you know sixty pounds. He slung his ass. I was like, damn. Um, but he also, uh, what's the whatever the charge would have been? It would have been uh, aggravated theft. I think um, when you physically uh, try to break somebody's thing, it's yeah, it's, I think it's technically aggravated theft or something like that. But anyway, um, yeah, that dumbass, man, man. Um, so I've watched a couple of videos. I'm a little disappointed with uh, my dude um, Dave Smith, his response to it, him and uh, Ro uh, Robbie Birdstein. A little disappointed with their take, but still love the guys. Um, they're great. But uh, they were kind of siding with the guy and saying, you know, all right, well, you got him drunk. You know, he was he was uh, on a date with a guy he thought he was going to get laid with. And so he's trying to talk himself up and shit like that. And it's like, yeah, so I know. But listen, dude, there's there's more than just a kernel of truth to the things that he was saying, because he was he was downright explaining some shit he was he was dropping some information again this guy is the this is a long ass title it's one two three four five six seven eight names sort of uh eight words director of research and development strategic operations and mrna scientific planning that's him i was watching sam cedar and this is the video i'm uh, me and you're gonna i'm gonna have some fun with hopefully on tuesday um but sam cedar was like he's just mid-level and I'm like, okay, he might not be a CEO. But stop pretending as if he's some fucking not, you know, not knowing anything person. Like, this fucking guy knows what he's talking about. He's sitting up there. And the, the, uh, one of the big things that he talked about was that they, um, they were mutating the virus. Um, Sam Cedar was trying to act like, well, they weren't mutating it. They were having it in a controlled area and watching it mutate. Okay. So, okay. this, uh, I'll so bring this up. is he gaslighting me? Hello? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. He's One, telling me in the same sentence what they're doing and that they're not doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what they're doing, and I'll, I'll say it like this. Okay, yes, it is a controlled area. Um, they do have uh, part of the virus in there. But what they're doing is they're introducing it to other things that it wouldn't naturally... Um, come into contact with in order to see it mutate in order to mutate it that's what they're doing 
this idea that oh well they just who the fuck would just have it sitting in a in a fucking what a glass box just looking at it you know seeing if it's gonna no 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 that's not what they're doing they are malevolently doing this shit in order to come up with a vaccine to then sell that also isn't going to work which is kind of the confusing part to it right they haven't had a vaccine yet that worked against this fucking thing so they're just going to keep making not good vaccines and killing more people which is something that's really been kind of taking shape here lately I don't know if you've noticed as many people turning uh, like liberal lefties and fucking mainstream people and like the mindset's turning to where people are understanding that this was all horseshit. They're all coming to our side now. And it's starting to feel pretty good. You know, like, it's people are waking up. And it's, 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 it's a couple of, it's bittersweet. It's nice to know that people are starting to wake up. But then you have the fucking wave of fear that is washing over people. The, um, I can't remember his name. The guy that wrote Dilbert the Dilbert comics <clears throat> he was out and um, I guess I didn't know this but I guess he was like pretty bad on the anti-vaxxers um, he was shit talking them you know you're stupid if you don't get it and this that and the other and now that now that you know things have changed he's come out to say they won you know they're, they were right the anti-vaxxers were right and he was kind of saying it in like a you know it's hard for anybody to admit that they're wrong it is. It just is. It's it's a hard thing to, to eat crow and have egg on your face. But um, he then said, but now, you know, they don't have to worry about what I have to worry about, which is what's going to happen to me in the next five months or five years. You know, what what is going to happen to my body? Am I going to end up dead? And that is the wave of fear that is going to wash over all these people that took the vaccine. You know, and we're not we're not out of it either. You know, us people that didn't get it because we have family and friends that we all know that took the damn thing. And yeah, what happens? What what if they something happens to them? It's something that I haven't wanted to think of. You know, I've got my own mother who I love to death who took the damn thing. What about the word that we don't hear about anymore? But remember when they were throwing shedding around? Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know if that ever really caught on too much. I don't know if that was like so much of a thing. I know people were talking about it. Alex Jones was talking about it and everybody, but I don't know if that, like, I don't know. I got a buddy of mine who um, he was having uh, relations with the lady who had gotten it. Um, no sheath, if you get what I mean. Wink, wink, nod, nod. He was doing it without a condom. And he's worried that maybe some of her infected um, self got into him doing that, you know? I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but... I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to worry about it. I'm married. Me and her were both like, fuck the vaccine, we're not getting that shit. And, uh, I've been, I still haven't been sick. Knock on wood. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I've been around all kinds of people that were sick. Yeah. Well, but I'm like I don't worry about it. Oh, you know what? I mean, I would only imagine that since we didn't inject it directly into our skin, I'm sorry, into our body, that shedding, I mean, I'm I'm no virologist, but that even their shedding 
I think our immune system would be able to fight it off. Well, if I you're mean, a normal person, his... yes. Huh? If you're a normal person, sure. Yeah. But maybe somebody with a compromised immune system, you're saying? Well, you know, like somebody who's sitting in a basement for the last two years or at the house and hasn't been oh, out. Oh, good point, yeah. <clears throat> the people who are scared. Which is kind of everybody, right? We're all catching all sorts of fucking viruses that we normally would be able to fight off. We're all getting more sick more often. Yeah, yeah because I think everybody hung out at the house and didn't get out yep. in for two years, and now you're back at it. And <clears throat> you know, but I, like yeah. I said, we really didn't have that problem here. Right. You know, I was out at the golf today, and the parking area was yeah, packed. Yeah, pictures you were sending me were awesome. The what do they call that? The Glades? I was yeah. in the uh, Key Vista, but I was like in the mangroves and... Ooh. Oh, I like that dog, man. Cool looking dog. Even today, somebody was like, is that a beagle? Yeah, it does kind of look like a beagle. I'm like, well, he's like the biggest beagle ever. You know? Oh, shit, dude. When we were at the... So... Sorry, everybody. The last two days, um, I had to not do an episode. My uh, so this is gonna sound real gay. Okay, this is gonna sound real faggoty. Um, I had to put my cat down, and I would I I didn't think I'd have the the feelings I did for this damn cat. You know, like I don't know, man. It's sad. It's it, like that's the gay part is that I'm like sad over a cat, right? Every everybody can understand a man being sad over his dog, but a fucking cat, like, come on, get over. Oh, my friends, they uh, had to put theirs down the same day. Like, yeah, uh, dude, it's fucking. And that was my sleeping buddy for a couple years, actually. Yeah, you said that. It's uh, like fucking. That was an orbit kitty. I'm like, damn. Uh, it just sucks. So I like two days ago, we put it down. And then last night, just because my, my daughter was real sad, my wife's, it was my wife's cat before we ever met each other. She's had it for 13 years. Um, and my son, um, you know, they were all sad. And my wife was like, can we all just sleep in the front room, you know, and have the dogs around us and everything? I was like, sure. You know, so the night before, what had happened, so she, like my office is in the basement. Um, and we have like the kind of living area also is behind me with the um my couch and tv and everything's down here so um she was sleeping down here with the cat before we put it down so i wasn't going to do a podcast because that's that's like the only place i can really this is the only place i can do it so we didn't do it that night and then last night we all slept in the front room so now now we have it here tonight so that was kind of the explanation but i can't remember where i was going with all that yeah i was uh I was surprised at how, like, actually how sad I got, <laughs> you know, like, sucked, you know. Now, I think I said it to you, I'm unprotected from snakes for the next however long before we get a cat, but luckily it's the winter and snakes are cold-blooded, so. There you I go. I gotta worry about them. Yeah. I got a, a real good, um, quick a cat story a buddy of mine was putting his old cat down when we were uh, late teenagers mm -hmm. you know something I've done been around and sure. uh, 
usually it was somebody with like a 22 or 25 or something like that yeah and so we get down there and uh <laughs> we're on like this river bank and he pulls out the pistol and i was like oh my god he'd like pulled out a dirty hairy 45 oh my i was God. like dude he's like what dude. i was like well he's like it, what will it work and i'm like well yeah but <laughs> will it work i'm like we dude, are in the city man left. i was just, <laughs> would have brought a 22 i'm like i'm going up here i don't even want to watch this <laughs> you know walked away from him you know i was like dude. oh I'm done here. Damn. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, that would have blown the fuck. So this is what I tried to tell my wife, and I tried to tell her in like the, the nicest of ways. I was like, listen, where I come from, the South, how we handle situations like that, even with dogs, is we go and we buy them their favorite dinner, right? Usually with the dogs, it's a raw steak, you know? You take it out into the woods, you give them their steak, and then you take out your gun while they're eating, and you put them down. Yeah. It's quick, it's fast, no pain, they're done. And of course, at the moment I said gun, she was like, you're fucking terrible. You know, all this. I'm like, listen, I'm not doing that. All right, we'll do it the way that you want to do it. Well, I, you know, I, I heard. That's sad but, to watch them put it down that way. To me holy fuck man it's so it, drug out uh, <laughs> i watched a, an ex-girlfriend of mine put her dog down at the vet and they had to like do him a couple times because he wouldn't die and it just <laughs> broke my heart man i'm <laughs> like oh my <laughs> god the first attempt you should have been like you know what i don't think it's his time <laughs> Well, he that, no, he was he was jacked up and whatnot he was an old dog and yeah but you know it did. I'm like, but you know, even that dog didn't want to go. And yeah, it's hard, man. And and like I said, dude, it, it is drawn out. Like I and trust me, when they told me the price, I was like, good lord, a bullet is maybe like two dollars at most now. Yeah, I remember saying, remember quoting somebody at one point, and they're like, well, how much would it cost? And I was like, well, for me? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, 22 cents? <laughs> <laughs> you know, was... you got to throw in the gun oil, right? I want a new thing of gun oil. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got to clean the gun after you're done. Uh, oh, man. I mean, for anybody that, like, I'm the things that I'm saying right now, I know for people who aren't used to this, it's like, bizarre right now it's like monstrous they think we're this is just culture this is southern culture it's how we've dealt with this for decades and centuries this is just what southern people and it, it we still love our animals it's not as if we don't and there's plenty that don't love oh yeah animals. and i'd have killed people over my animals hell yeah but it's a you gotta understand we also have this understanding of like we don't want the animal to suffer okay and so we put it out of its ministry. That's all we're doing. And we give it, you know, we go out and buy it a nice steak. All right. Not a T-bone, but we get it in a nice steak for a dog. Um, for a cat, I don't know, fish or some shit. Tuna fish. Um, 
and then you let them eat. You let them get about halfway through, and then you put them out of her misery, and that's it. Yeah, you, you, you want to make sure you're good at shooting too, you, <laughs> or get close. You can leave them yeah. back. I don't know. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking trust me, dude. Like that's we were not something there. you want to mess up. Yeah, well, I was kind of going through my head. Like again, I said that they told me the price, and I'm like, fuck. All right, I got that 20 gauge. Them, them shells, they, you know, like which? How would I do it? <laughs> would I do it with the? I don't want it to. I don't want to like hit it with birdshot, which is all I got for the 20 gauge right now. I don't want to hit it with birdshot and still be alive, you know. So I might have to get real close, but maybe I should just take the 40 cal. That'll do it. But I don't want to miss and wing it, <laughs> you know. Like I got all those thoughts going through my head, which I know it sounds so like fucked up to be thinking these things. This is what men do. This is we, the shit we think about, man. <laughs> you know. Um. Well, yeah, that's just how it's done. People are like, we gotta. I understand their side. Oh yeah, for sure. I I, I totally get it. Understand. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, but you know, but then I'm sorry, I pee standing up. <laughs> yeah. I understand why you pee sitting down. I get it. Did I have I ever told you the story of? Uh, I probably haven't. Um, when I think it was when my mom was pregnant, uh, we were in Arkansas, right? And uh, my her sister who they were born and raised in, in like Detroit Metro. Um, they came down to, to visit with them and it was my mom, my dad, my two sisters. And then she, my mom was pregnant with me or something to that effect. And when they came down, they were like, you know, where's my dad? And, uh, he had just walked in and, and, Oh, I'm sorry. My mom was cooking some. And, uh, my aunt said, "Ooh, that smells good. What is it?" And my mom was trying to like do the "don't say anything" to my dad, you know, like cut the throat, like "don't say anything." And my dad didn't see it, and he just blurted out, "Squirrel." <laughs> he had, he hunted for our dinner. This is what he did while we were down there. We were that broke, right? That that poor. Um, and she like couldn't. She just couldn't. You know, she's city folk. She came down to where we were, and uh, in the Ozarks, and just couldn't do it. You know, couldn't eat squirrel or rabbit or deer. You know, excuse me. She's used to eating, you know, shit out of a grocery store. So, needless, well, I guess not needless to say, but she, uh, she goes, nope. I'll take you guys out to eat. And they, for the time that they were down there, only ate at like restaurants and shit. Which I don't know if he knows this, but even like the southern restaurants down there in the Ozarks where we were, like they were still like, you know, selling. Uh, oh shit! I just saw this thing the other day. Um, oh fuck! I can't believe it's been this long. Rooster fries. <laughs> you know what rooster fries are? Nope. No, the rooster testicles. Fried rooster testicles. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I'm going to pass on at, that one. But yeah, if somebody's like yeah, has a I bowl never, and passing them around, I might grab something. Then somebody oh, tell me what they are. Oh, I just thought of this, dude. Oh, I just it's so gross. I've never eaten them, but I accidentally tricked my. I didn't accidentally. I purposely tricked my buddy into to ordering when I used to work at a, at a bar down there in Tennessee. My buddies came in. Me and the one other guy knew what they were, but my other friend didn't. 
and we got him to order some and ate them. And he we, he made it about halfway through, and he was I was like, "Are they good?" And he was like, "They're delicious." <laughs> those are rooster di- rooster testicles. <laughs> oh, what a terrible thing, man! We we're so mean to each other. Um, but yeah, all sorts of restaurants in the south sell shit like that and squirrel and rabbit and what have you roadkill baby roadkill roadkill cafe i got granny or brownie points with a buddy of mine's mom we call granny Mm -hmm. for taking her groundhogs taking them and eating them no i she would eat them i didn't i just got brownie points Groundhog. I'd try it. I'd try Groundhog. Oh, I've eaten it. <clears throat> I remember I, I had it. Yeah, it was, uh, ended up, I liked it, and then, uh, then I was told it was Groundhog brains, and I was like, oh. okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask what we were eating anymore. <laughs> Just the way you said that. Okay. Okay, yeah, I know that's true. But after that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get it, dude. Um, my brother-in-law, he, he, my wife's brother, he uh, he talks with it. He's born and raised here in Michigan, talks with a, like a southern accent. He's kind of one of them. I don't know. I don't know why he does it, but he does. And he... I don't want to talk terrible of him, but you know he tries to put on like like a southerner, and um, he uh, he likes to try and I don't know like shock me. And uh, he had brought over some um, I I think it was venison like a deer deer brain or some shit, and I was just like like I've heard of people doing it. And I'm like I'm not eating it. It's just like it doesn't. It grosses me out because I don't want to eat any animal's brain, you know? I no, I don't their... <laughs> No, I'm with you on that. I'm like, no. I just don't want to eat the brain, dude. Like, gross. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, man. But uh, I don't think he ate it either. I think he was just trying to get whatever, but ugh. It's like, this This is a stupid psych out, man. It ain't going to work. Yo, but... granny was old school. Ugh. Brain. Just not... Not appetizing. Can't imagine. But no, I, I'll eat most my mom all grossed me out when she would eat like pickled pig's feet. I remember like watching her yeah. eat that one day and was like, "Oh my god!" You ever had turkey neck? No. Me neither. Well, uh, no unless thing. I had it at Granny's, because like I said, <laughs> I, I stopped asking. Yeah. You ever had gizzards? Yep, gizzards, liver. Do you like them? I don't like them. I don't mind them. They're done right. It tastes like li- like uh, liver, like any animal, like cow liver, any liver, any like ugh. I just don't. It tastes, I don't know. It almost tastes like dirt, you know, like bad dirt. And I don't want it. Well, that's kind of what it is. They basically, yeah. It does the grinding of their food or something. It holds something. rocks in. Hmm. The... Yeah, I don't want any. I don't want the the organs. I don't like eating it into the heart, lung, none of that. No thanks. I mean, I guess if I if I was like, I did it. Oh yeah. If yeah, if I was on like a a, a band, like a island or some shit, yeah, I'd eat every bit of an animal. 
just to stay alive, but ugh, no thanks. Um, yeah, I quit a job when I I worked at this place, and then it was also a deli. And then one day they were like talking about beef tongue, and I'm like, "What? We sell beef tongue here?" And then they pointed it out out there, and they're like, "Yeah, could you slice it this?" And I was like, "Oh no, I'm out of here." I'm out of here. I'm yeah. not. Sli- it looked like a big tongue, of course. And, yep. But I was like, "Okay, we're done here." Tongues are so big, dude. They are huge. I was not slicing that. They're a lot bigger than you think. Um, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no gonna, thanks, man. I'm out of here. I'm going to get a different job. What I thought was so funny, my uh, brain, uh, my brother-in-law brain. We were up here. We were talking. Uh, I don't know if we were talking to my sister, his wife, or my wife, and uh, we were talking about lunch meat and like how how something's real meat or whatever. And he was just like, "You don't really think that <laughs> the fucking sliced meat is like r- right off the animal, do you?" <laughs> He's like, "It comes in a fucking ball. There's no part on an animal that looks like that, you know." Like, they gotta fucking process all that meat into that ball, and then they cut it into slices. Yeah, there's no balls, no. Yeah. there's Well, at least not those size balls. <laughs> they, they got rooster fries. <laughs> I'll take oh, two. Yeah, gross. Um, But no, I mean, I'll try just about it, every animal. As I say that, and then I think of dog and cat, I'm like, oh, no. No. Yeah, I'm not going there unless, you know, there's zombies around and I'm sure. like, you know, I'm like, well, hell, I mean, there's zombies. I've threatened. I've threatened to eat my dog a couple times. Uh, to his face. Many a time I've threatened to eat him. Uh, haven't. But, uh, yeah, if I had to. I've threatened yeah. dogs that I would eat him. I remember one that come screaming and barking and like it was going to tear me a new ass and. Yeah. <clears throat> I stood my ground and and told him I would fucking eat you, and it stopped and left. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, well, cool. (laughs) I will fucking Uh, eat you, dog. Yeah, uh, outside of cats and dogs, there's all sorts of... I'd eat a bird in a second, um, or try any bird if he had some. Yeah, I'm not uh, eating dog on purpose, cat on purpose, no. We uh we Catholics, right? We have to every Lent, which is coming up here pretty soon. Hopefully Taco Bell comes out with those uh shrimp that, tacos again. I was like I, yep. I, I thought that's when you all ate belly buttons. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. I have noticed the older I get like that now that I'm old, for some reason I get belly button lint. It's not a lot, it's like some kind of fucking whatever but it's like just a little bit i'm like the fuck is this you know is this because i'm old <laughs> i think it's because i got hair on my my chest my stomach and chest and the my shirt rubs up against it or something I, at least that's the only idea i can come up with um but uh shit what was i gonna say lint oh yeah so lint um so we can't eat meat we have to eat fish um shellfish is fine shrimp is fine all that but uh, I guess in Downriver, which is just south of Detroit, um, there was a, a priest or a bishop or something that um, had allowed for us to eat, I think it's muskrat, 
uh, because there are so many muskrat that, that lived out there and they were like running all over. At least that's a weird story I was told. Never had muskrat. Yeah, I'm not eating muskrat. I don't know how it would taste. Muskrat I mean, sure love. Yeah, I tried groundhog. Why not? You know, can't be any different than eating a squirrel or a rabbit. And I've ate both of them. What's funny is that, like, when you go hunting for r- rabbit or squirrel, which you you, you should probably use uh, birdshot, um, you might catch a pellet. <laughs> I remember my dad would often tell me. Like, you know, don't bite too hard. You might break your tooth on a pellet. Like, All right, Dad. Thanks. I remember that with the squirrels. Yeah. 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 And it always came within a gravy. I was talking with my friend the other Ooh. day. I was like, I always had it in a gravy or a stew. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds real good. I, I'm sure some of our listeners right now are like, gross. No, you just got to have a open mind I guess <laughs> you gotta come from the south um, you, you gotta wanna you gotta wanna yeah good idea you gotta wanna um, yeah because going out and hunting for squirrels is not for you know it's easier said than done they're fast they're real fast you know um, which is why you want to have a nice spread when you shoot at them uh I often have I, I have a lot of memories my first time going uh, rabbit or we, I think we were rabbit and squirrel hunting and uh, it was in the snow I gotta step and away and get coffee I'll be right back alright I'll tell this quick story so I was uh, out with my dad and uh, he disappeared he's like just just aim this way like told me whatever direction I said just aim that way cause he didn't want to get shot I was like alright and then I hear ruffling, and I'm getting all excited and nervous. And I'll say this about hunting. Anytime I've ever hunted, now, I've had to kill animals, put them down, you know, what have you, stop them from being, from suffering, what have you. Um, but every time, I always felt bad. I don't know what it was, I, but I knew I had to do it, right? So I had to kill whatever animal, so I killed it. But I didn't want to do it. Um, but no matter, so my dad's out ruffling, whatever, trying to, I think... Um, push the animals towards me so I could shoot it and he did and I was inexperienced I didn't know what the fuck I was doing you know and I didn't see shit you gotta really look you gotta know what you're looking for and look whatever I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at and he comes out of the brush fucking sticks and all sorts of shit sticking out of him and uh, he's pissed off at me he's like did you see him and I'm like no He's like, well, what the hell? I, I pushed him your way. And then he's like all even more mad because like he had to grab the gun. Not that I was trying to point it at him, but I was like not paying attention to what I was doing. And the barrel kind of was going towards his direction. So he had to grab hold of it. And as he did, he saw that there was snow in in my uh, barrel. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you're not even like aiming with this. You're dragging it around the, the ground. It was... Uh, not a great experience. You were a bad example. I was not a great example of your first time out, you know. <laughs> or I don't know, you didn't prepare me for that that part of the hunting session. But later on in life, I did become a, a decent hunter. Uh, <laughs> just not that time. But what I like to, if he ever brings that up, I always bring up the, the time that he took out two wine bottles with him going deer hunting and uh, drank them both. 
and then saw a deer and everybody knew it by the six rounds he shot off I think I've heard nine but I have not I don't know a gun that he's owned that holds more than six so it must have been six and it was just boom 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 <laughs> they were like fuck dude did you get it you know like it was my uncle my uh my cousin these are the two that told me the story they were out with him nope <laughs> didn't even fucking wing him dad's just out there drunk shooting it shit i had a friend do that he went down one ridge i went down another now my hunting usually involves me finding a nice spot and sitting down Mm-hmm. and smoking oh yeah and uh maybe even taking a nap but uh i sit there and he had his brand new ar-15 oh and it had all the bells and whistles Ooh. on it and i hear him shooting and i hear like six rounds pow 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 and i was like what the hell i knew he'd missed right and i guess it wasn't that fast mm -hmm. but uh I was waiting for he was also the type of person to smash things that didn't work the way he wanted them to <laughs> so I was like waiting to hear his that rifle smacking up against the tree yeah but uh he didn't but I, I got up and walked met him I knew he <laughs> I was laughing him? at him yeah that's always the first he thing. didn't get any get then I yeah. taught him how to uh sight it in and a couple oh, hours later, yeah, I asked him about that, and he's like, "Oh uh, no, how do you do that?" And I was like, "Okay, come on, man, let's go back to the house." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For anything that you're going to be shooting a projectile out of, like you want to make sure that your sight, if, especially if you have more than just your iron sights on there, you want to you, you want to sight it in. You want to take it out to the gun range or take it out to a fucking somebody's backyard. Yeah, they set up a target. They, they move. Like AR-15, they oh after shooting it, yeah. no, that you can adjust them like click them right or left, gotcha, and, and up and down in the back, right or left in the back or yeah, and up and down. Yeah, you know I've never shot uh, AR-15. I've heard they're great. That or M16, never shot either one of them. Oh, they're works of art, dude. Yeah, that's right here. I'm gonna. But uh, just haven't yet. Because there's no kick like you're used to. Yeah. Well, I'm used to some that have some... I mean, I'm used to shooting shotguns. You know? 16-gauge, 12-gauge. Um, a friend of mine... I think, I think it's Andre Willow Air. I, said six, I think I said 16-gauge to him, and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, 16. And he goes, I've never heard of a 16-gauge. I'm like, what? Like... <laughs> How? He's been he's been raised with guns and he's never heard of it. have you heard of a sixteen? Yeah, sixteen, eight gauge, yeah. twelve gauge, fourteen, yeah. I, you know. Four by ten, yeah. It's it's not uh, like real common common. Thirty odd six. Well no, yeah. sixteen gauge is kinda common, right? It's pretty common, yeah. I thought so. Well, I thought so. I've been raised with them, you know. My dad had my dad had one, my grandpa had one. I think my grandpa gave my dad his so my dad has two and then 12 gauge 
I always like the. I think I always like the twelve gauge the most. I like twenty gauge. Yeah, that's what I got. I don't like my twenty gauge. I don't like it one fucking bit. Little single shot. It, it it kicks. I've never had a gun kick as hard as that one does. I don't know what it is about that little shit, but it fucking kicks like a mule. And, it may, and maybe it's just because it's so it's the butt is small. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the problem is. But like I fucking shoot that thing and I'm, even, it probably is if it's smaller. That might uh. It just cuts right into your meat, dude. It hurts. Get you a little rubber. <laughs> get you a bump stock. <laughs> For a one I shot. I can't anymore, man. They're done. <laughs> They're out. I have a bump They're stock illegal. on my one shot. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking, oh, whatever. Whatever fucking takes a recoil out of that damn thing. I'm afraid, like, um, I remember when we first, my, when I first got it, we were all shooting it. We were shooting it over at my friend's house, and uh, I do remember my friend's dad was like, "Damn, that's got a kick to it." And my dad was like, "Yeah." Um, I have that was a bad memory for me because at that, like, I was maybe ten, and I was <clears throat> not holding the shotgun up or the butt where I should. Instead of like on the inside of the shoulder, I was holding it in between your shoulder and your bicep. Right. Right there. Oh, fuck, dude. I shot that damn gun 12 times. Can you... I mean, you can imagine the fucking soreness. Oh, I still think back to that day, and I'm like, God. I mean, it made me stronger, I guess, but son of a bitch, that hurt. Um, yep. Step but, into it, or you know what else? Just wear you a Carhartt with, like, the felt lining. Yeah, good boy. <laughs> Put some padding in there. <laughs> like a little small pillow or something. <laughs> Uh, but my friend's dad fucking shot it, um, hip shot it, and uh, I mean I guess he did all right. But I, dude, I'd be afraid as fuck to shoot that damn thing that way. You know, you just hold it down by your hip, fucking right. just have at it. It's like damn, be afraid that damn thing to shoot out my hands, <laughs> you know, fucking fly backwards. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not big on that. No. Yeah, I'd like to see what uh, shooting a AR-15 would be like. You know, you said an M16 is even better, right? So well, they're practically kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. As far as like uh, way it felt in my hand. That's what she said. But what I I shot ones that were like in Vietnam. Yeah. Like the A2, I think, like a. Improved in 16, but they do in fours oh, yeah. now. That's like obsolete in 16. Yeah, I know. I've, I mean, I've, I, shit, maybe I did. I don't know. I down at my, um, my cousins in Missouri or my uncles in Missouri, they had all sorts of shit that we would, uh, they'd let us kids get into and, and, uh, shoot. I mean, we'd go, we, they had, I remember one particular time we went down. Was this before? I think this was before my cousin went off to war. And they had a skeet shooter, and they had some like old clay pigeons um, that they that many of them busted when they when they flung them when they skeeted them out. Um, you know, before you could even get a shot on them while we were shooting. And we were we'd just shoot all sorts of guns. And this is back when ammo was cheap as shit. You know, um, I remember it was the first time I ever shot a forty-five. I was pretty good with it. <clears throat> um, 
It's the first time I ever shot a nine millimeter. I think so. You know, so I mean, I'm who knows? Maybe I did. I know I've shot rifles. Um, I remember shooting my dad's uh, double barrel for the first time uh, at a turkey shoot. I think I did. I win it. My dad put it on his shoulder and then plugged his ears. You know, because I was too small. I think I was like eight or nine. I was too small to hold it up. So he put it on his shoulder. Him and my uh, his best friend and his son did the same. I mean, we're just crazy rednecks, right? They're drinking all day. We're having a turkey shoot. And uh, they put it right on their shoulders, you know, and they'd back up so that obviously they weren't at the end of the barrel. And uh, and then plug their ears and <laughs> let us shoot off their shoulders. Holy shit, man. Oh, the old days were awesome. Wish we could go back to that. Wish we had more. People yeah, we're had those <clears throat> me and the honey. We were somewhere driving around, and I was like, you know, seems like there ought to be a turkey shoot sign up somewhere out here. Hell yeah, man! <clears throat> but I can't remember um, where it was, but there wasn't any. See, if I started militia, <laughs> I didn't come back to this conversation. Call it a turkey shoot. Militia. That's where you start having a turkey <laughs> shoot. There you go. I'm going to start having turkey shoots. I'm going to have turkey shoots with chili cook-offs. And uh, I almost want to do, instead of like, uh, you know how they they do uh, like beer making competitions or whatever? I'd have a uh, whiskey making competition. Hell yeah. I'm going to do this. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but I'm going to do it. It'll be a turkey shoot, whiskey making competition, and a chili cook-off. Hell yeah. That'd be so much fun. You know, have some people come out and play some music and shit. Like some, have some, uh, hell yeah. Just have a good time of it. You know, just hire you a good, uh, gun dude to sit there and watch everybody. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hire that guy. Pay that guy money to keep everybody (laughs) in line. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The name escapes me what they call him, but, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Somebody <laughs> make sure you know somebody's not dragging their rifle around in snow and oh yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> what me? <laughs> got turtle, I was ten, man. got turtle <laughs> shit in their rifle. <laughs> Go to shoot it and it just blows up. <laughs> Fuck. Uh. Yeah. Well, Tim's the but, right uh, age, but yeah, there should have probably been a little bit more, uh, you know, heads up, I guess. But how much heads up yeah. is a ten-year-old going to listen to? Well, the, exactly. That's, well, I don't know. I was at, at nine. I was pretty comprehensive. I knew because I remember working at nine-year-old for things that I could do when I was ten. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it too, it like I was saying, I was nervous as all get out. And he's ruffling up this, you know, and I'm trying to look for these. I'm not paying attention to my gun. I'm paying attention to whatever the fuck it is my dad's trying to shake out of this brush. Oh, man, when he came out and he had all the sticks. He had sticks sticking out of his fucking coat and head, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. That was funny. And I didn't see not a damn thing. I didn't see nothing. Not a squirrel, not a bird, nothing. What would have been even worse if some fucking, like, bear or something would have came out of that fucker. <laughs> uh, what? Who I wouldn't? I'm trying to segue into this next part. What I wouldn't want to be security is the five black dudes that beat the hell out of Tyree Nichols. 
<laughs> you heard about that? I uh, was, uh, I saw some of that video. I haven't and, watched it yet. And, but I didn't see him, like, beating on him from, yeah. but, uh, I saw him, you know, was underground. I saw him get up and take off running. I saw some wore-out cops come walking back without him. Interesting. Yeah, those uh, brothers were... <laughs> they were wore out, dude. <laughs> Breathing hard and wanting water. and Of course, you know, I guess they were pissed off. But yeah, then they were in that special group the scorpion group what yeah it was the scorpion the name of the uh the, division the anti, of anti-gang yeah, or anti-whatever these guys those five guys were part of a different offshoot of the cops i guess their own little thing and they were called the scorpions <clears throat> okay but there was like in a you know and as bad neighborhood goes they're in it but yeah uh i don't know how a dude got up and took off and got away from him anyway and then i heard one of them say yeah you reached for my gun and i'm like oh well you know i i didn't i don't know i it wasn't any nothing clear to me but no doubt they had a bad attitude <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, there is no doubt in my mind that those brothers had bad attitude, and they the, went too the, far. Yeah, I I have not seen this video. I'm watching it right now as we're talking. I'm seeing them running after him. This is a long one, right? Yeah, and I stopped watching it, and then I, cause I was like, uh, like I said, I I never saw him actually laying hands and beating on him. I saw him. Uh, Tasing. Yeah, I think I then he got up and took off, you know. He right. ran from them. Which, you know, I don't know. That's not normally how I deal with cops when I get pulled over, so Yeah. Uh, They're like, uh, yeah, they need to teach cops how to handle people. I'm like, man, they need to teach people how to handle, you know, sitting and yeah. dealing with whatever the hell cops got to deal with, you know, for a minute. If I can try to to see the mindset of the majority, uh, I don't even want to say the majority, but uh, the black community when dealing with, let's say, uh, oh, fuck, let's say Tyree, Tyree Nichols or whatever his name is. Um, he didn't look like a thug. He didn't look like he was... Yeah, he looks skinny. He looks like a little fella. And he looked like, you know, he had normal people clothes on, you know. Yeah. Um, the I What I would imagine happened was he was taught that, and, and also all the shit from, you know, the media and what have you is uh, He said he was going to George Floyd him, and they did. The cops said that to him? No, he did. Oh. Oh. Well, see, so there you go, is that he's got the mindset in him that, okay, these cops are going to try to kill him, right? They're going to try and suffocate him and kill or some some crazy shit. So that's in his mind, right? So if that were in your if you really believed it, that the cops that were grabbing hold of you were going to actually kill you, 
they were, they were going to try to kill you. I I guess like if you if you really believed it, then you can kind of understand him getting up. Like I don't I know nothing about this. I just know that I got a call from my sister in law, and she called me and she said, or well, she was calling my wife, but she was calling to talk to me. And she goes, you know, where does your mom live and all that? And I go, well, no, they're they're like three hours away from Memphis. She was like, ah, oh. she was like, because they're going to start rioting. And I was like, for what? She was like, this this guy got beat up by the cops and shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I heard the story later <clears throat> about Tyree Nichols and the Memphis PD. And uh, and then it turns out it was five black cops. It wasn't it wasn't any white cops, nothing like that. And I was like, oh shit, okay. So what all happened? You know, still. To right now, even though I've seen a part of this video, I still don't know why they pulled him over or got to the scene or whatever was going on. I don't know anything that was said. Nothing. Just nothing. I just know that the the video was released and that people were mad about it and this guy got beat up by the cops and died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude probably shouldn't have been doing something, but yeah. not that, that. that's not up to the police to uh, put that kind of judgment on someone yeah, well it reminds me fuck uh kelly uh shit Tom, is it thomas kelly or kelly kelly thomas it's so sad that i forgot his name it's been so long what were the early 2000s over there in um shit what was it arizona the white guy that got beat to death by the four cops while he's screaming for his dad um it, it reminds me of that you know like cops shouldn't be beating somebody to death no. Like, no, no, no. I get, I get a shootout. You know, somebody shoots at you, whatever. You know, you shoot them. I shit. I even understand like trying to tase them, which is supposed to be non-lethal. And let's say you know they have whatever heart defect or whatnot, and they end up dying. Okay, wasn't it wasn't intentional? You know, but you tried to do it the non-lethal way, and they ended up dying. All right, you know, but fucking beating somebody to death as cops, it's like, I get wanting to crack them a couple times to get them to stop you know doing whatever but beating somebody to death it's just like I don't know how you can justify it no even you, with you Derek can't Chauvin. no 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 yeah <clears throat> Derek Chauvin you know again his his really his only sin was not repositioning himself when he felt him go limp you know and it I, I even to this like to this day uh, I don't believe that he killed that man I don't think George I think the drugs killed him you know he killed himself on accident because he was all fucking freaked out worried about the cops coming to get him yeah you know why like two other cops didn't slap handcuffs on him and pick his big dumb ass up and throw him in the back of a cop car is well, beyond me did. no I guess they did that's what that's why he was out he wanted to be out and they fucking listened to him and brought him out because he's sitting there going you know, I can't breathe or whatever. I got to go outside. And they let him come outside. And then they were kneeling down on him was the story that I heard. And it's like, and they got video of it where he's in the back of the cop car and saying, I can't breathe. And they're like, all right, we'll get you out. And they got him out, but they didn't want him to let him go anywhere. So Derek Chauvin kneeled on him. And then that's when the fucking guy came up and started videotaping him. And he was like, he's, you got to get off him, you know, whatever, which he should have. As soon as he went limp, get off him. But I'm only saying that for in as much of, you know, to to get people to understand he didn't kill him. Eric Chauvin did not kill um, George Floyd. George Floyd took too many drugs, way too much fentanyl, and died. You know? 
and now Derek Chauvin's in prison, I think, right? Uh, yeah, last I heard, they found him guilty. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, is Which I thought was uh, amazing that they would, because looking at him and his previous record, I was like, well, everything he did was okay. He's already done stuff like that. Even though some people didn't die, right. but... Right. Yeah. He had a history still. of uh, complaints anyway. Right. Uh, a lot of them. Yep. So, I, man, it's, you know, just shit, shit situation all around. And for this, I mean, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, reckless, man. That, you know, it's hard to sit there and say, well, 90% of cops are okay or 98% or whatever when you see things like that. Yeah, when, when somebody's getting beat to death, it's like... All right, that's something obviously is is not right here. Well, and <clears throat> like you said, that guy may have believed whatever, but Sam Harris yeah. made it clear in that one interview with the babies in the basement, where those people in the streets were, they all believed that black men were getting killed by cops. Yeah, true, very true. Yeah, something's got to change, you know, it, and it's I think it's on both sides. You know, I don't think it's just the cops. You know, it's cops. Cops get called to these places. They're not out hunting. They're not out fucking vigilante and, you know, looking like, you know, for for people who look like they could be doing crimes. Not necessarily. I'm not saying that cops haven't pulled over people because they look look like they might be up to no good. But even that needs to change. Uh, not on the cop side. Uh, people need to stop fucking mimicking these gangster rappers. You know, dressing like them, acting like them, talking like them. Quit uh, acting shady. That's not helping shit out. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't helping not a damn thing out. Yeah, when you're acting uh, shady, don't be surprised. When you get... don't be surprised, you know. But then you'll have the the Black Lives Matter, which is a corrupt organization that comes out and fucking the media and the entertainment industry. They're like, well, they're innocent. It's like, oh, is he dead there? Oh no, he's alive there. I said I watched them drag them over to the cop car. Maybe they already beat the shit out of them. Well, I saw pictures of him in the hospital, and somebody beat that boy. That ain't right. I don't know what they could have pulled him over. And uh, I've known people who ran from cops and didn't get treated that way at all. I've seen them spit in cops faces and it get beat that bad or beat like that yeah not even beat on be honest with you yeah it's i've i've heard stories um i mean i just always grew up going all right there's a consequence to my action you know i've been in some some spots where like I knew I didn't do anything wrong like I went to a party one time right when down in Tennessee and uh, cops showed up I was smart I didn't have not a drink to or not a drop to drink I had a I had a Dr. Pepper at this party because I knew I had to drive and I was just coming out to say hi and like hang out for a minute sure enough cops showed up and some people ran and um they they got out. There's a great big fat ass cop that got out. Everybody laughed at him, which I think pissed off the rest of the cops for two reasons. One, 
one of theirs was getting laughed at, but number two, they had a fat ass cop that was on their <laughs> in their <laughs> unit. You know what I mean? Who embarrassed them? So I think they were pissed off on both sides. <laughs> and then they got to me, and you know they're checking everybody's drink out and shit. And the cop did not believe me that all I had was Dr Pepper, but you know I was a smart ass because I knew I didn't do anything, and they couldn't they couldn't do anything to me. It wasn't my house. I just showed up. I wasn't drinking, yada, yada, yada. And I go, you want to sip? You know, he's like, all right, smart ass. I was like, well, shit, I haven't done anything wrong. But had I been drinking and they caught me, I'd have been like, I'm caught. You know, fuck, all right, slap the cop, the cuffs on. Guess I'm spending the night in the drunk tank. You know, I would have been like, fuck the police, and, you know, start, you know, throwing on them or some shit. But... I think it's not only how I was raised, but also just being a fucking smart person. Like, it's not going to work out for you when you've got a whole team of cops and it's just you, you know? It doesn't make sense to fight them, you know? Uh, no. Nope. I don't know. No. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be doing my best impression of a, what, a potato bug. True that true that so and i'm sure there's i mean this is still relatively new what this came out just a few days ago i think so well they got fired and charged they were all out but one like a day or so ago yeah so you know we'll i'm sure we'll hear more about it um i know hassan abi uh jank nephew's son or jank yerger's nephew um, I'm just he, glad I wasn't a bunch of Jewish cops. Why? Then we would have heard all sorts of <laughs> shit. We would have had a black, black first Jew. Are there Jew cops? Uh, and, you know, that's funny. I've never heard of a Jewish cop before. I've heard of Jewish army. You know, Krav Maga. I don't think I've ever heard of a Jewish cop. I don't know. I think a cop. I think Irishman, Scottish. Yeah, I think Irish. Yep, yep. Here in Detroit, we got. Uh, uh, black cops who don't take shit <laughs> from anybody. Every black cop I've talked to in, in Detroit has, uh, they have not been in the most pleasant of moods. <laughs> like, it might just be my experience, but motherfucker. I, dude, I came across uh, some vice, some uh, vice cops in Detroit uh, when I was working the ambulance. And they fucking they fit the part dude they almost look undercover they're they're fucking they act about it they people that i came in contact with acted about as ghetto as can be dude they've had fucking sagging pants they acted like they were in a fucking rap music video dude it was like bizarre and then they got in their fucking they got in their little uh charger took off and it was just bizarre man i was like like, hey it's starsky and hutch (laughs) what's up guys they've been like what the fuck you talking about oh shit no nothing nothing they might have been the ones that shot that dude in the face that I saw that walked into the the ER matter of fact it was the same (laughs) hospital I seen them at (laughs) maybe that's why they showed up oh shit I'm connecting the dots fucking 15 years later Uh, (laughs) but yeah I'm sure we'll hear more about um, this situation coming out sadly I mean it's just kind of a point to bring up I don't know much about it yet kind of seen them not really seen them hit them see them kind of 
not roughing them up, but kind of throwing them around and trying to hold them down. So I'm drag them over to the car and set them up next to it, but I've not seen like a, a strike thrown so far. Yeah, I've never watched the beating, but I gave up watching. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, is it on Wait now? A this dude walks up. There's one, two, three, four, five. Maybe this is the five cops. They had him down. He's not really allowing them to hold him down. Which is weird. It, I've always thought it's so weird. When you have more than two cops on a guy and they can't hold him down, I'm like, dude, you guys do fucking push-ups at all? Um, this, four, this fifth guy comes up. He's got a baton out. And he took this stance like he's about to fucking hit a home run. And then the, the guy that's doing the video paused it. He's doing some talking or shit. I, I got him on mute. Let's see. Is he going to hit him? going to hit him? Yep. Two. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Yep. I'm seeing it right now. There's three. But he's up. Is he up on his feet? Yeah, he's up on his feet. Was he hit? I, I couldn't see if he was hitting him in the head. It looked like he was hitting him in the head. Damn. If he was hitting him in the leg, then it didn't. It, then it kind of makes sense how he was hitting him that hard. But if he was hitting him in the head, holy shit! And is it one of those? Uh, not a regular baton, baton, but one of those. Yeah, those um, retractable ones, or right? What you call them. Yeah, it looked like that's what it was. Yeah, he slings it down. Yep, slings it down, moves in like he's about to just fucking go to town. And the guy starts sitting up. Where's his first strike at? The guy's got his hand on the ground as he's getting up. The guy kind of shuffles over. The dude that's going to hit him. Tees off. And then, oh, is he hitting his arm? Oh, fuck, where did he hit him? This other guy gets in the way so you can't really see. I think he's hitting him in the arm. You just, uh, it's so far away. This, this... This video, which is pretty decent, is about, I don't know, 30 yards away. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> well, I can tell you took a beating. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have had to take something like that. No. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm... when I was a young man, I could have put handcuffs on him whether he wanted me to to or not especially if I was a cop I could have yeah. done it by myself yeah if I got two other cops with me dude um but I and I do not agree with uh because they did it for that Eric whatever that Eric's last name was in New York uh who was selling uh Lucy's um they choked him and he died and then the shit with uh George Floyd um, I can't remember whatever departments outlawed uh, chokeholds. I do not agree with that. I do not agree whatsoever. What I agree with is to keep the chokeholds, but bring in jujitsu jiu practitioners to train these cops how to fucking um, how to. Well, I can't think of words. How to um, neutralize? Uh, yeah, get people. that position, man. You got to know yeah. how to get there. Yeah, and definitely reposition. Or let go when you feel the body go limp. You know, you can. You're still close enough where if they're just faking and they come back to or whatever, they start moving. You can grab hold again. 
you know. Uh, but I think teaching jujitsu to to cops is a fucking must. Um, well, they could have done that here. You could have somebody had a rear naked choke. Go ahead. I, when I learned how to do the rear naked choke, the guillotine, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the rear naked choke. The guy that showed me how to do it made me promise not to do it to a black guy because he said they had something kind of flap that didn't flap sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he's choked out some black guys and killed them. And he was like, must be a flap and a flap on a black guy. (laughs) But I was like, all right. What? I was like, okay. I won't do it. So I yeah. never did that with All a right. black guy. But I remember I showed a friend of mine how to do it after I put it on him for a moment. <laughs> Fucking first time I ever knew what a, a rear naked choke was, I had a, a no shit, a black kid uh, grab hold of me in a pool and throw a rear naked choke on me in the fucking water. In under, in over, it was six foot, six foot water. <laughs> and I'm getting fucking choked out. <clears throat> that was not pleasant. Yeah. I'm alive today, obviously, but holy shit, that was... Well, uh, and he did it twice. Little shit. The um, uh, trick to the rear naked hold, to if you're getting it done, you want to turn. And it doesn't matter which direction, but you want to turn your whole body one way or the other. That's it. Yeah, turn. Well, throw your chin down as best you can. Turn, yeah. try and get your legs off you. But you're gonna want to turn. In a real life, in a real life, life or death situation, grab him by the nuts, man. That will release some shit quick, fast, and in a hurry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if it's mm-hmm. a dude, I mean, if yep. it's a woman, I guess grab him by the pussy. You know, have at it. <laughs> we grab. I grabbed one dude, just uh, some fat on his side, and he let go of me. You know, pinching works, man. I thought about tickling somebody, but I didn't want to get gay. You know. <laughs> Could you imagine in a fucking fight? <laughs> somebody starts tickling. <laughs> what the fuck? What? All of a sudden, you're just sitting there going tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> it turns into a tickle fight. Well, man, I'll oh, tell you what. Shit. I would probably immediately stop messing with you at that point. Let go. Yeah. Get away I'm from you. I'm not doing you. this, man. I'd be like, okay, okay, okay. I, I give. Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to do here, dude. I'm not with it. But somebody starts tickling me, I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to call this one Tickle Fights. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, what I wanted to say earlier, because I'm, I'm going to have to get off here, but um, about the uh, Pfizer exec Jordan Walker, uh, there's a couple things said. One was the, um, they were, he, he had claimed that they were exploring mutation of the uh, COVID-19 strain. Um, and my argument to anybody that tries to say, like I said earlier, you know, it's, it's not as if they're just, they've got COVID, you know, the COVID molecule in a glass box and they're just looking at it to see if it mutates. Um, they're introducing other things that they, the COVID, um, molecule wouldn't, uh, naturally, uh, come into contact to. And uh, to purposely mutate it so that they can come up with a vaccine. That is gain of function. What they're now calling it is directed evolution. Um, I, I saw somebody earlier today claim that directed evolution has been around for a while. It's the same name for the, for the, it's a different name for the same thing. 
yeah. basically. <clears throat> it's just That's more gaslighting. Yeah, it's just gaslighting. Um, straw manning, what have you. Uh, it would be like in cloning. It's the same thing as cloning. In science. What it's you're science, doing. you don't know. Yeah, it's science, but it's it's mad science. It's evil science. Yeah. It truly is. In cloning, all they're doing is they're introducing two things that wouldn't naturally um, come into contact with one another. And those two things are having a chemical reaction. That's it. That's all that's happening. And you could try and you know say the same thing. Well, it's just directed evolution. No, 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 no. That's evil. That's something that we shouldn't be doing. We shouldn't be um, mutating these, these things. We shouldn't be uh, developing gain of function. The argument to it uh, against me, I guess, or against somebody like me would be, well, we want to we wanna make sure that we have the antidote or whatever in case somebody else does it. And it's like, no, 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 but you're the evil mad scientist that's fucking developing it. So quit it. There should be none of this shit. If if we've ever had a treaty like, um, oh fuck, I can't, the Geneva Convention or whatever, if we've ever had something like that, this should be a part of it to say no scientist should be coming up with gain of function. We were supposed to have that, and yet we still have scientists like the NIH and Fauci and fucking now we have uh, pharmaceutical companies that are coming up with it. This is all fucking evil. And and what's worse is what this guy admitted to is that you have um, politicians who once they're done with their term or they get voted out or whatever it may be, they lose their seat. Then they're coming over to Pfizer and the guy said it was like a revolving door. You have all these politicians that are coming over to these uh, pharmaceutical companies who then work for the pharmaceutical companies in order to get whatever drugs passed through Congress and they're making hand over fist of money. There's another fucking claim right there that's just as diabolical. This is terrible, the shit that's going on here. And uh, we definitely need to put a stop to it. Again, home run for James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. Um, I really have no problem with what they're doing. I know a couple of people out there, like I said, Dave Smith even was like, yeah, that's not good. They're getting these guys drunk and trying to have them, you know, getting them all horned up with these people. Usually it's a hot woman that's getting with these men and or at least, you know, going on dates with these men and getting them to spill the beans. It's like, dude, this is investigative journalism. This is what ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, it's what all the mainstream media should be doing. Instead, they have these corrupt fucking quote-unquote journalists who are, are, are being um, developed from academia to come out and, and just be these these uh, basically the propaganda arm for our, our government instead of real investigative journalists like Project Veritas. So that's my two cents. I agree. You got it. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you for agreeing. Um, yeah, you got any other things you wanted to uh, touch on? Mm, no. No, thank God right. for now. Well, then we can save up for Tuesday, uh, which is just a couple days away. Um, would you like to plug yourself, good sir? Yeah, check me out at uh, uh, the Bad Dog Show and uh, Bad Dog Show at yahoo.com and uh, the Fringe Radio Network.com. Fringe Radio Network.com. And he's also on Facebook. Please do go listen to him. Um, <laughs> I am. I love. 
uh, if we have overlapping uh, listeners and viewers. Um, Bentley is a good buddy of mine and uh, will be for, I assume, the remainder of our lives. So he's a good dude. Um, I really enjoy, and obviously we've really ramped up the amount of uh, shows that we've done and uh, will continue to do. So go check him out. Um, you can get a hold of me at metv1105 at gmail.com. That is metv1105 at gmail.com. Check out the website, theweaponbook.com. That is theweaponbook.com. First chapter still free. Check out the rest of it. Uh, search me up on any social networking platform with the exception of TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up my name, John Omerchata. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch-ass liberal. Later, hey, buddy. Peace.